0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about non alcoholic fatty liver disease. If you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at slash NAFLD or in the gastroenterology section of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. Let's jump straight in. Non alcoholic fatty liver disease, which abbreviates to NAFLD, forms part of the metabolic syndrome. And this is a group of chronic health conditions related to processing and storing energy and they increase the risk of developing things like heart disease, stroke and diabetes. It's estimated that up to 30% of adults have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and it's characterized by deposits of fat in the liver cells. These fat deposits can interfere with the functioning of the liver cells Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease does not normally cause problems initially, however later on it can progress to hepatitis and cirrhosis. So there's four stages of non-alcoholic liver disease. The first one is simply non-alcoholic fatty liver. The second one is non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, which is abbreviated to NASH, which is basically hepatitis secondary to the fatty liver. The third is fibrosis of the liver, and the fourth is liver cirrhosis. So what are the risk factors? Well basically the risk factors are the same as for cardiovascular disease and diabetes. So this is things like poor diet and low activity levels, obesity, type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, middle aged and onwards, smoking and high blood pressure. Next I want to talk about how to investigate abnormal liver function tests. And this is quite a common problem that you'll see when you start work where you do some liver function tests on a patient and find that they have some sort of abnormality and you need to investigate what might be causing that abnormality. So where somebody presents with abnormal liver function tests without a clear cause then you'll often be advised to perform a non-invasive liver screen and this is used to assess for possible underlying causes of liver pathology. So this firstly involves an ultrasound of the liver where you might find fatty changes in non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Then there's a whole series of liver screen blood tests. So this is hepatitis B and C serology. Autoantibodies to screen for autoimmune hepatitis, primary biliary cirrhosis and primary sclerosing cholangitis. Immunoglobulins to screen for autoimmune hepatitis and primary biliary cirrhosis. Ceruloplasmin, which is used as a screening test for Wilson's disease, alpha-1 antitrypsin levels, which is used to test for alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, and then ferritin and transferrin saturation to screen for hereditary hemochromatosis. What autoantibodies can you test for? Well, test for antinuclear antibodies, anti-smooth muscle antibodies, anti-mitochondrial antibodies, and antibodies to liver kidney microsome type 1 or LKM1 antibodies. So what investigations will you do in non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and what will the investigation show? So firstly the liver ultrasound can confirm the diagnosis of hepatic stetosis or basically fatty liver. It doesn't really indicate the severity or the function of the liver or whether there's any liver fibrosis so you'll need to do other tests to determine those. There's something called an enhanced liver fibrosis or an ELF blood test. And this is the first line recommended investigation for assessing for fibrosis in non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. But the problem is it's not available in many areas and it can't be used to test for other causes of liver fibrosis such as hepatitis C or alcoholic liver disease. It measures three markers and it uses an algorithm based on those markers to provide a result that indicates whether there's any fibrosis of the liver. For example a result of less than 7.7 indicates there's no to mild fibrosis, between 7.7 and 9.8 indicates moderate fibrosis and greater than 9.8 indicates severe fibrosis. The second line investigation if the ELF test isn't available is to do something called a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease fibrosis score and this is based on an algorithm that uses age, BMI Liver enzymes, platelets, albumin, and the presence or absence of diabetes to calculate how likely it is that fibrosis is present. And it's a helpful tool for ruling out fibrosis, but it's not for assessing how severe the fibrosis is when the fibrosis is present. And that's where we use a fibro scan. And this is the final investigation that we use when the ELF blood test or the non alcoholic fatty liver disease fibrosis score indicates that there's likely to be fibrosis present and this involves a special type of ultrasound that sends shock waves into the liver and senses what happens to those waves to determine what the stiffness of the liver is and it gives an indication and severity of fibrosis and cirrhosis. So what's the management of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease? Well you need to advise lifestyle changes such as weight loss, exercise, stopping smoking and avoiding alcohol And then you can use medical treatment to control diabetes, blood pressure and cholesterol to reduce all of their risk factors. Then you need to refer any patients who have evidence of liver fibrosis to a liver specialist where they might treat them with things like vitamin E and pyoglitazone. However that's for the specialist to determine those treatments.